This is Implotsters. Please watch the gap as you enter the train. Hello, you've reached the Implotsters line. Thank you for listening. This was not even a solicited call. You didn't even have to dial a number. You just entered. We're a podcast on a train where three friends are going to try to guess a movie they haven't seen. And yes, you are listening to the damn train in the background. Just go with it. Make it an experience. It's it's an atmospheric podcast. You know, you don't got those. Everyone's recording inside a nice, quiet room. My name is Greg. I'm Samantha. I'm Monica. I'm sitting in the wrong spot. I'm I sorry. Guys. Yesterday we didn't introduce weird. ourselves either. Oh, Holy yeah. shit. Would they even know? We also started well, the, the episode the, by yeah. just yelling over each yeah. other. So whoever stayed. So in the last episode you heard, we're yelling at each other. I, that was just for fun. I don't know. <laughs> this whole thing is for fun. If it's not fun, shit, what are we doing? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Sorry I took your window seat, Greg. Yes, the arrangement of the seating chart <laughs> has been altered, meaning this is a whole different approach. I have no idea if it's going to work. Who this person is that's speaking out loud right yeah, now. If our sound is weird, it's because uh, Monica decided to sit. I messed it up. <laughs> Monica. No, it's okay. Maybe maybe it's going to be better, you know? Who uh, knows? Maybe, maybe. Shit. Who knows what's going to happen? Nobody knows. Nobody knows. Well, we talk about movies, and if you're still listening, thank you. <laughs> and here we go. Have the two of you ever heard of Inglorious Bastards? I've heard of it. I've seen parts of it. Uh, same, but I don't know what it is about in general, overall. Okay. It's like Nazis. Yes. <laughs> Take it away. So I'm assuming Hitler is in power, and the, the Jews are being oppressed. But it's like Leonardo DiCaprio's in it. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. The word oppression has a very interesting thing about the word press in it. It really feels like the press down. You know, it's kind of like. Like physical? Like like a literal. It's got a good, like, feeling of literality. (laughs) Literality, that's a word. Is it? Inside it. No. (laughs) He just shake his head like no. (laughs) Literality should be a word, but (laughs) probably isn't. I I definitely love it. I, I'm super down to use that word, uh, literality. You can just feel the press. I don't know why I picture a boot. So boots? Like pressed down yeah. through with the boots. I mean, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, Squeezing. I'm sure that would happen. What was the thing? So, it's, um, scalp shaving. Not like hair, but like the scalp. Like, Ouch. they take people's scalps off. Whose scalps? Uh, the Nazis. Who's taking those scalps? Leonardo DiCaprio. Cool. Yes. Is he a traitor? Maybe, like he works like, as a is double he a Nazi, but is he like a Nazi that's in disguise, like, sa- like not saving, but like helping the Jews, even though he's a Nazi? Yeah, maybe. That sounds right. Uh, is it? Double agent, Leonardo DiCaprio. Is he a Nazi, though? Or is he a Jew? He is or is a he Nazi. American? What is he? he is what a, is he? Leo. Is he French? Is he. He's American, wait, wait. but his parents are German, but. He went to learn to speak German in German classes and moved to Germany. <laughs> how'd you learn to speak German? German classes. German classes. Yes. Yes. So then that's when he was like, wow, this is messed up. So he pretends to be a Nazi, even though he doesn't believe in what they're doing. So he rises up in the ranks of Nazism. In the ranks of Nazism. Mm. Yes. And becomes like very in charge nobody knows 
he's actually the downfall of a lot of their uh, missions. Yes. And he ends up teaming up with some Jewish people and they capture and kill a lot of Nazis. I don't know like what the big thing, maybe it's like a... So you saw pieces of this movie, so you're trying to remember I, the pieces well, you've seen. I don't know if she's trying to remember, I feel like she's trying to make it up. <laughs> Which is cool. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, I don't remember it either. I definitely remember a scene where, like, they come into this room and then there's, like, a table. And that's probably just the opening scene and then I checked out. But, um... Shit. <laughs> Quick. Yeah, like, I was just... It bored me. Um, you're, you're right. That is the opening scene. And then I think Hitler walks in. No? Or maybe, like, his his main man or something walks in. I don't know what's happening. Um, <laughs> and Glorious Bastards. I don't... There's a movie theater. I think this is near the end and it catches on fire that's how they kill the nazis how to catch on fire killing the nazis though or is this just about a story within the nazi like reign or whatever the fuck you want to call it uh i don't know that this is about killing the nazis yet is it like is it after war like is it samantha checked out so <laughs> she really is asking I have, authentically I, I just really have no idea like what i i think it's killing the nazis I think but that's what it. Is he in, what is he in Nazi, though? To get on the inside, maybe? But, yeah, but it doesn't make sense. It is Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> uh, maybe he's part of the American military, but he's, like, disguising himself as a Nazi. That's why he has all this background knowledge about what, like, war and how the military works and he weapons. learned it also from German school or German class German class yes. German class well I don't know I think he's uh, what the fuck is this about I, I don't want to say is a stereotypical like I'm gonna save the Jews like because it's just I don't know I feel like that would it wouldn't be such a great movie if that's just what it is or I, I don't know if it's a great movie but I definitely know it has that type of like culture around the name or something i don't know I, every time somebody talks about it i feel like they'd say good things about it but i don't know if i'm just making that up in my mind yeah i really don't know i feel like this is this is not about saving the jews this is just more about like a very specific nazi group doing things yeah doing nazi things but then like not trying to i mean i don't know Ugh, monica anything shit. Shit. <laughs> i don't know i don't know i think i think we're good I think we're good. I, 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 she's That's done. a nice way of exiting yeah, the situation. I think we're good. I think, I think we're cool. I, think, I don't know. I just, I don't think Thank that they, they save. I feel like uh, one of them obviously turns. One of them, like, becomes more aware of, like, how bad the situation is and, like, how you're not really supposed to oppress people and, like, how killing people for no fucking reason makes no sense. But I don't know, like, why this movie is good. Let's see if I could answer some questions. <laughs> I mean, I can't really say why movie is good. That's a subjective yeah. concept. But here we go to the part where I explain the whole thing. <laughs> All right. This is a film from Quentin Tarantino yeah. in 2009. Yeah. In my opinion, his best film. So it is about killing Nazis. It is about saving Jewish people. Okay. It is straightforwardly about killing Nazis. 
Leo, not Leo. It's actually Brad Pitt. No. Oh, there we go. <laughs> You're telling no. That's, it's, it's Leonardo DiCaprio. It's, it's so Brad funny Pitt. because I agreed with her, but then the oh, whole time right, in my right. mind, I could not picture him in this movie. Oh, that's all I pictured. No, he's definitely in that movie. It's Brad Pitt. Oh, no, he's in Django Unchained. Never mind. Yeah, but... That's also an impression movie. Have you seen that one? Well, we'll get to that. Good, good one to bring up next. Yeah. Okay, so this is what's up when it comes to... And glorious bastards it does start in a room where a nazi chief goes in and is talking to like a farmer and is like i hear there's like you know some like you know people hiding around here and all this stuff and the reason why it's a good scene is that it's so calm and all the nuances and details of how he's talking to this guy is where he's getting all his little things from like we see in such a freaking subtle way how this dude is like dissecting people and just through regular conversation like breaks him down and you can't really tell what's going to happen next it is one of the best suspenseful concepts without having to do anything that's like actually like boom boom it's just just all in the eyes in the way he's speaking to him in the little like mistake that the guy makes because sadly he does reveal that he is hiding people under the basement and it's just this like moment where you're like, oh fuck, he fucked up. Yeah, and the, I kind of remember this part. Yeah, and like the, in the actor's eyes, you can just feel like this sadness, you know. And the other actor who just who's like the Nazi dude is like figured out. He's kind of like a super detective in this shit. Um, and basically, they fucking just have a whole bunch of people just shoot the floor. Like just imagine a whole like they point down and they just go. But then this one girl actually escapes and is like running out into the field covered in blood just running 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 and the nazi detective dude just can't just, he's like pointing his gun into the distance but eh, just can't make it he's like okay and she gets to flee and we see her later in, in the story so when it comes to brad pitt's character he <laughs> has really you mean leonardo dicaprio him. i really thought it was him <laughs> like i was picturing it so his character is like a general for the u.s army and he puts together like a kind of like elite team of like 12 12 guys who are all jewish american soldiers and they're just kind of like on their own covert mission to just slaughter the shit out of nazis and it's one of those things where the quentin tarantino does this thing where he likes to take motifs from old films and kind of like bring it back do like a homage type of shit a huge homage and it it's kind of like one of those where he took like a cheesy war movie from the past but made it like elevated and made it like kind of cinematic and really takes what were the good qualities from it and also puts it in like a modern twist so like it's very like watchable because you're watching it just an insane like machine gun things and running and like but he then puts it in a scene where you're actually like thinking about the character and there's actual character development going on and it's very it's just very well done so later on we discover there is a double agent guy it's actually a woman she's a german actress and so there's a scene in a like an underground speakeasy bark in a space where another case of high tension there's a bunch of dudes pretending to be nazis when they're really trying to find the location of a couple nazis yeah. and stuff they dress up as nazis there's they're just having fun at a bar but they're kind of actually going through like the plan with the German actress and then this one actual Nazi officer hears him over and recognizes the actress and sits down and they're having a great time they're having a good chat um, and there's this one moment where the undercover guy orders three shots and he picks up his three index index middle and ring finger 
and then the Nazi soldier sees that and when the hands goes down the fucking scene changes in just the way they look at each other because apparently in Germany you use your thumb to do it you have your thumb your index finger and your middle finger and just that little thing just gave them away. Gave them away. And they had a good, like, we were in this scene for a good five to ten minutes yeah. where they were like, okay, they're going good. No one fucked up. No one said anything. It seems like we're going well here. And just that little moment changes the whole mood. And you, the fucking way wow. they did it, where they're just looking down and just looking at each other. And they're kind of like, oh, okay, thank you. And they, like, they take the shots kind of quietly. And you just feel like fuck shit is gonna go down and you know how like some movies when they pull that like shit's gonna go down but then they like cut to the next scene or some bullshit nah with quentin tarantino (laughs) shit will go down in your face and you will see all the glorious inglorious shit so did somebody like how did you did you know that that's how they do it the framing of the camera work is another piece of beauty where the foreground you see the three it goes down the the focus All goes back on the the Nazi officer who's just staring at that and just saw it and just kind of like like you can kind of feel like yeah, oh shit he knows happened, yep. and then you cut back to the guy who did the hand motion and he's kind of looking back and he's kind of feeling like I did fuck up didn't I yeah. and it's just perfectly cut perfectly yeah, you like shot figure it out yourself. you just can they tell they figured it out at the same time yeah. and now now everything's just gonna go down and so shit <laughs> It goes down where just everyone pulls out their guns, shots, 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 boom, boom, boom. Pretty much almost everyone in that scene dies. Oh my and God. you just boom, see it. The one person that survives is the German actress woman who's undercover. And is she's. She, is she undercover for who? She's undercover for the US. She is trying to be like, like a you know, Nazi sympathizer, like for face, but she's just trying to get intel. And the intel she was getting, what that meeting was about, was that there's a movie premiere for a Nazi propaganda film in a theater. And they're in uh, Germany-occupied France, Nazi-occupied France. And the, the, the thing she knew is that she has tickets to this premiere, and she knows a bunch of Nazi generals are going to be here. And the big news she was going to deliver is that Hitler is going to be going to this premiere. Okay. So she survives. She's got a broken leg. Like, I think she got shot at. So she has to put a cast over it. And Is this the same girl that got away when people were shooting at the floor in the beginning of the movie? No. No, she, that got away girl, is the manager of this specific oh. theater. Yeah. She finds it, she gets a new identity. She finds a way to, um, like, change. And there is a scene where she's actually interacting with the Nazi detective dude again. And we're on that same tension level because they're at a restaurant yeah. and you don't know if she's if gonna they, make it. Yeah. She actually does though. It's quite amazing. Like she literally just orders a like a like a custard dessert, and that custard dessert is all the tension. We're just like she's gonna fuck up somehow. She's gonna fuck up somehow. And you can kind of feel like the detective knows what's up, but you're not sure, and he's not completely gonna go for it. It's like just per- masterfully tension creating shit. So let's fast forward. <laughs> Brad it's a Pitt. long movie though this is a really long movie no? yeah it's yeah. an but it's an epic and every kind of moment makes sense like the shit that happened at the bar was because she knew about the yeah. movie theater yeah, yeah, yeah. and that was like the big climax where the remaining uh soldiers that are still alive that didn't get killed in the shootout they're like okay we gotta go for it we gotta go into this situation and to make it quick the french girl was always out for revenge and this was the perfect moment for her too so she takes a whole bunch of film 
and this old school film like physical film is mad flammable mm -hmm. and she puts it all the way in the back of like the same kind of theater space so it's kind of behind the projector and she just throws this like light like cigarettes yeah. at it and <laughs> it all goes into flame and it's like these so the movie theater is in, a f in flames now but the way they did it was sick too because it was like imagine you're watching the screen the projection screen and behind it this flame begins that's cool and they think it's part of the movie because oh, it's just like oh shit cool oh, but then it actually engulfs the and screen like, oh, and then all the inglorious bastards like dudes they lock the doors oh, so then no one can get out no one can get out including them they actually it's kind of like they got to go it, for it like so suicide yeah this is the big hurrah because hitler was there in this movie theater and two of the inglorious bastards are like in that room like you know they have that nice little corner spot for like people who have like the seat in a theater that's like away from like the regular yeah. seats so they got that little balcony shit and you got these two inglorious bastard guys with like machine guns just show up and they just shoot this shit out of Everybody hitler's face the, oh they like have, legit like you just wow. have this close-up shot where you just watch his face get pummeled by machine gun oh, bullets shit. and just like it's like completely destroyed that's not how it happened right in real life exactly so yeah um basically what quentin tarantino did was like be like Yo, these are movies. We do what we want, and it was kind of like a moment, like where he was like, "Fucking, let's rewrite history." I got, I'm making a fucking movie here. I'm gonna fucking put what I want to see happen in it. So it was one of those. What's the term for this? It's kind of like fantastical. Romanticized. Well, it's more like you get some, you get a good feeling out of it, but it's not real. I feel like there's a term for this. Anyone? Anything? No, I don't know. Uh, good feeling out of it, but it's not real. It's like a fantastical. It's, uh, no, I know what you're talking about. It's um, it's it, it, no, not it, um. Oh, I know this word. It's not. Uh, oh my god. Um, shit. I want to say I'm, something along the lines of artificial gratification, like okay. some level of that. So it was one of those things cathartic, where you catharticism, cathartic. Catharticism is based. I think you're supposed to actually like get over something properly, like you know. But this is like artificial because yeah. it's a movie. Mm -hmm. So it's it's as I'm like leaning towards something artificial and. What's, what's, what am I saying? Do I know English? <laughs> I don't know English. <laughs> I mean, literal. What what was the word you just made up earlier? Literalcy. Literal. <laughs> I don't remember. It's good I recorded it because I don't remember. Literalcy. Literality. Literality. <laughs> My literality up in here. Literality. So Yo. We need our own little dictionary. Yeah. Imposter's dictionary coming to you soon. <laughs> nice so yeah the the gratification that's kind of artificial I'll, I'll summarize it like that um and yeah yeah you want to talk about Django Unchained uh I don't really remember it either do you? I mean I love Django Unchained that's why it's like but like I guess do you want to implotster Django Unchained yeah right uh, I mean she's seen it but mm. this is back in Oy. the slavery days in America I think yeah definitely America it's like western and there is a slave who gets set free by this man disguised as a dentist, but he's really uh, like a freedom fighter kind of dude who sets slaves free. And they become friends and they train to shoot things and they become hitmen. Samantha, have you seen anything of Django Unchained? No. Have you heard of it? Yeah. And what'd you hear of? I don't know. Nothing really no. someone uh, just said Django Unchained and you're like okay bye like I've heard it I don't I haven't watched it I have no idea like um 
yeah it's like it's like a western feel i know that it's like mm-hmm. deserty cowboy hats yeah is it morgan freeman uh, no who is it it's not morgan freeman it's the other one no wait there's another one morgan freeman's a man one of one of his own i don't know if who's shoulder to few. shoulder i feel like no it's not morgan freeman it's um fuck what's his name um uh, oh my god it's the guy in <laughs> in pulp fiction with the gun ah uh, samuel um, jackson there we go samuel would, jackson would they be shoulder to shoulder because i feel like morgan I freeman like they're, they're pretty is like the older dude in that like case yeah. like i can't picture morgan freeman young that's true he's also like what's he's his name he's like he's like a jack what is it yeah Hugh Jackman, <laughs> he's like but, Hugh Jackman. He's but just old <laughs> permanently he's old always, yeah he's just always like 75 to 90 and that's it find a movie of like his from like the 80s just gonna be like, he's still old he's still 79 he's like 40 in it you're he's like no he's old playing god so like he's perfect he's like that old wise man yeah uh, He's in a league of his own. Samuel L. Jackson is definitely like he can play younger. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so there's also a cartoon that I that I think about when, when you say this, and I don't know what it is. It's really fucked up, but I always confuse them. It's the cartoon with the with the with the lizard. Oh yeah, yeah, because that was a western. I never got around to watching it. What is it. the name of that movie? So funny, it's Rango oh, or something. Rango. Yeah. So every time somebody says Django and Rango, like I don't know which one's which. That's intentional because it was actually his name is based on Django, which is a western character. Oh, uh, okay. Well, it confuses I me. I have that. no fucking idea. I'm just like, so when you say Django, I'm like, hmm, let's see. I'm like, I don't know if I if I start saying it's a lizard. Um, but then Monica started off, and I was like, okay, it's not the lizard one. <laughs> it's not the lizard one. Rango Unchained. What is it? A chameleon? What is it? Yeah, is he, that I think a he's chameleon? a chameleon. Yeah. Like for kids. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But it was definitely a western that was like animated. But it was completely yeah Django is like a, a old western character name so yeah it, yeah. it was supposed to okay. be a motif or whatever <laughs> you want to call it yeah so Django is uh, there's a scene where they go into this bar and there's a shootout no. um, very westerny there's, there's, there's horses um, horses they, go more like <laughs> they don't like him because he's a slave so they're trying to hunt him down and enslave him again and uh and by they i mean white people um well who else in this case not many other choices in the western (laughs) slavery world i know i just want to clear that up thank Uh, you (laughs) (laughs) no one had any idea of any people people were on the fence people weren't sure (laughs) oh he falls in love there's a lady um and he's trying to find her oh yeah i think i think he's trying to find her uh she's they separated them that's his wife they separated them i feel like i've seen this now but i don't remember it i feel like maybe i did like the inglorious bastard thing where like i started it and then uh, then i walked back into the room that was playing i was like "Ah, sure i'll watch the other half and then i'm really bad i don't know why i'm in this podcast Um, that's That's exactly about this is this podcast for so, the people who yeah, come in and out of a movie yeah. while it's being played in the other room and they're like, ah, okay, yeah. what? There's, there's definitely a lady who they got separated because they were both slaves and they got separated and he's trying to find her and he does at one point. I want to say there's a child, but I don't know. I want to say she had a baby and he didn't know or some shit like that. I don't know. Okay. Uh, yeah, that, was, that was not bad. <laughs> no, Leonardo DiCaprio is in this and he's a psychopath, a uh, slave owner, and he has a ranch and is in love with his sister or something. It's weird. 
and Django. His old sister? Yeah. All right. It's, it seems that way. Uh, that's, that's it? All right. Does he die? He probably dies. He dies. Okay. Here we go. This is another case of a Quentin Tarantino movie. Oh, Jesus. Okay. That's why I'm like, did you go to the same This is the same night as Inglourious Glorious I, I don't love you? Quentin Tarantino. I will okay. say. Okay. Oh, Most well. of his movies check me out real I fast. I could tell now. Yeah. Yeah. I like violence, though. It's not the violence that... T- it, I just... My brain is like, this is not functioning, so I'm going to walk out because okay. my brain hurts. Oh, well. Because Quentin Tarantino, yeah. be the master of our times. Yes. But, all right, so here's what's up. So, yes, you got it right. Um, <laughs> Django is played by Jamie Foxx. Oh, Jamie Foxx. Jesus Christ. And he does a great job. <laughs> the guy who's pretending to be a dentist is the same guy who played the Nazi detective. No. And it's just fucking awesome because he goes from such an antagonist role in Bastards to the like protagonist role here. And it does... Cool. Fucking um, yeah, he's like a fucking amazing actor. He can like, all right, but let's get into the story. You're <laughs> right. Where, yep, they took his wife. Yep, it was Leo who took the wife. The whole thing is kind of like, you want to get your wife back? Yeah, let's go. And it's a whole thing. There is a saloon shootout, yeah. but it's played differently, like Quentin Tarantino style, where he does something that feels more of a twist. It's like a little slower, like the ways to get there. I'm honestly forgetting the details because I'm gonna jump ahead to the finale. So they get, they find where his wife is. It's at a ranch. Leo is definitely the one that's the bad guy in charge. I don't remember the sister subplot, but okay. He was like, it was weird. He was like obsessed with his sister who lived on the ranch. I think so too. And they have like this beautiful mansion, yes, and like the exactly. sister, like there's like this food scene, and like and the she's sister's there. Smiling. Yeah, I kind of remember this. Yeah, right. I don't remember his sister, but okay. So the um, the case of it is that. They pretend to be like people who have money, like Jamie Foxx and the other yeah. guy. They go in there trying to make like a deal, trying to basically buy the like the wife, but not say like that's my wife. Right. And then oh, like, I kind of remember this too. Yeah. And then yeah. disguised as oh, we want to buy. Oh my God, Leonardo DiCaprio's character made like the slaves fight each other, and um. Show was nasty. Yeah, it was so gross. They like, pull each other's eyes out and like. Yeah, it's like kind of yeah. like, like a fight club situation between two guys, but it's like to the death, which is fucking yeah. crazy. On uh. yeah. they're so, like, we're gonna yeah. buy your best fighter, and you know we'll throw the girl right. one on the yeah, side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I think, what it was. Oh, I kind of yeah, I definitely remember watching this part. So there's a point where Jamie Foxx's character, like his the secret of why they're there, is revealed, and Leo goes like nuts, and he like has a skull and has a whole monologue about. It's fucked up shit. Yeah. It's just fucked up shit where how, like, their skulls are smaller for, you know, bad reasons. And then, like, literally, apparently, in the filming of it, Leo smashes his hand into the skull to make his point and actually is bleeding in real life by in his hand because, like, the impact. But they still kept, like, yeah, rolling. I kind of remember this, too. I feel like I've seen the behind the scenes of this. Cool. <laughs> so, we go, we go through a crazy... A uh, fight, uh, gun shootout, yeah. and the whole like ranch plantation thing goes up in flames. They kill every single like slave owner in this shot because it is once again another Quentin Tarantino yeah. artificial gratification, whatever you want to call yeah. it, thing where rewrite history to be like this is a movie. Let's do what we want to see, yeah. and like all the fucked up people get fucking burned and explode yeah. and die, and Django gets to walk away on his horse with his wife. A- the dentist dies. There's no kid. Maybe eventually, I don't know. Yeah, you know, the dentist dies because he shoots Leo first. Yeah. And then they get shot poof, back. It was fucking crazy. Yeah. 
So, yep, thanks for listening to this Quentin Tarantino special episode. Yay, add Implasters on Instagram and Implasters.com for all the other links. And please email us movie recommendations, Implasters at gmail.com. And uh, like, share, subscribe. Um, give, leave us comments and reviews. Thank you. Bye. Bye, bye, bye. bye. This is Implasters. Please watch the gap as you exit the train. <laughs>